Stories to Dismember is a podcast where hosts Aaron, Lindsay, and Miguel recap their horror film pick of the week based on a monthly theme. Sometimes they go on tangents, often they'll crack jokes, but they always return to dismember the film, scene by scene, until leaving you with their final reviews. Subscribe to catch your STDs. I like Dave Batista. I like Hulk Hogan. I like The Rock. I like John Cena. But none of them hold a candle to Roddy Roddy Piper. Yeah. He's very good. <laughs> so, if you're wondering, we are covering They Live with Roddy Roddy Piper and Keith David mm. and Meg Foster. This came out in 1988. And it's one of my favorite alien movies, action movies, just plain movie of all time. So yeah. I had a lot of fun rewatching it. And I'm excited to hear what you two guys have to say about it. And that would be Lindsay and Miguel. Say mm-hmm. hi. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> just to get our listeners up to speed, we are doing aliens this month. Alien movies. And we're kicking it off with this one. They live. So like always, let's jump right into it with our play-by-play guy, Miguel. All right. Yes, They Live by John Carpenter, which I, I forgot he made this movie. <laughs> I too. Yeah. This is our was third like John fourth? Carpenter. Fourth? Fourth. Third or fourth movie by Two him. Halloweens, Vampires, oh, yeah. and... This one and this one, and probably the thing if one of us chooses it. Which well, I I'm think Mike choose. Mitchell wants to do that one, so we need to save it. Damn. All right. Yeah. Well. Yeah. The thing's gonna be one of them. The thing's really good. All right. Well. Enough of the thing. Let's get into this. They live by John Carpenter, starring Roddy Roddy Piper and Keith David, both awesome. We open up on a graffiti wall with music playing music that kind of has the same notes as the intro with the vampires ones. Yeah, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Kind of gave the similar vibe. Like grungy, bluesy Mm -hmm. bass. And John Carpenter did, he was one of the guys who did the music in this one too, him and some other guy. Yeah, he always does it because he doesn't want to spend money on (laughs) (laughs) which I thought that was pretty cool. It's like, yeah, I do it. I want to spend money. Some music playing and train passing by. Very grungy. We see Roddy Piper with a backpack and jeans. Just walking. Mom jeans. You said mom jeans? Mom jeans. Yeah. And a jacket. And mullet. And backpack (laughs) and hair. It's 88. It looks good. Uh, But yeah, he looks kind of like Rambo. He's walking. I like this intro. It's like the intro credits, but at least we get to see like a dude walking through the city instead of mm. just shots of the city and just boring ass intro with credits over it. At least we got somebody walking. I like that. All right, he gets to a place. Employment office. Yes, that's what it's called, employment office. Looking for a job. I like the, we get somebody saying like uh, food stamps program is canceled. That's sad. Damn. That's where it <laughs> Just somebody over the loudspeaker. It's like a... All right, and he's talking to a lady, job opportunity lady. He's like, I need a job. And she's like, nah. 
And he's like, I'm from Denver, Colorado. <laughs> she seems uh, really agitated and like, whatever. It's like, okay, dude. It's like last place of employment, Denver, Colorado, worked for 10 years and got laid off. And she says nothing available for him, which sucks. And yeah, he kind of leaves there. So he leaves there. <laughs> it's not much to say. He just leaves there because there's no, he's like kind of just go fuck yourself. I dude. mean, I guess that, that opening scene where he's walking through like the grungy mm-hmm. streets of LA, which is where this is set and we see him at the employment office and mm-hmm. there's no job opportunities. I think it's doing a good job of sort of setting the tone of this film. Yeah. Like there's something going on. Like it seems like it's not just him. It's the whole environment. There's something a little off here. Yeah. Everything's just really shitty. <laughs> yeah. It seems really shitty. <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, gets out of there walking with this little backpack, a uh, street preacher preaching. I, kind of forget what he says but he's speaking truth it's always <laughs> in these movies where you kind of have to actually listen to the <laughs> crazy guy ranting because they always yeah. end up being right and <laughs> they're like, always yeah. blind and this preacher's yeah. blind but blind. they really see the truth <laughs> yeah. it's all you always. that are blind always always fucking sheep sheep oh my god <laughs> so roddy kind of listens to him for a while but then the police come, always the police mm-hmm. come and kind of shut him down. All right, Roddy gets out of there. And then we see a bunch of stuff on TV, which is going to be a theme in this movie. <laughs> People watching TV and, you know, just glued to the TV. And Roddy just kind of walks past him. Oh, this isn't at night? Yeah, it's at night. And, yeah. And then we see him sleeping or kind of resting like uh by a barrel fire and somebody in their apartment watching the TV and he's kind of watching it too from the outside. Yeah. It's a lady on the TV talking about how TV is awesome. (laughs) (laughs) That's supposed to be famous. Yeah. But that's how you know, like, this dude is, he's having a really rough go of it because he's even sleeping in the alleyway. Yeah. Next day, he's waiting at a construction site. And we see a boss man walking by. He stops the boss man to ask for a job. The boss is like, this is a union union job. And I don't know. I've never been in a union, so I don't know how that goes. You got to be in the union to get the job. Okay. But you need the job to get into the union. It's supposed to get, uh, well. give you job security. Yeah, they. it's kind of like um, when you're part of the union, you kind of elect people to represent you to your management kind of help you make sure you get the right kind of insurance, the hours. Paid properly. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Everybody's standing together. Right. Being a union. Oh, that makes sense. That sucks, but yeah. Uh, But he gets gets hired, pretty much. So he gets the job, and we see a bit of his muscles, shirt off muscles, which is cool. So, yeah, he's working. And we see Keith David, which yes. for the whole rest of my notes, I pretty much just called him <laughs> Roddy and Keith. But uh, Keith David's character name is Frank, by the way. But I might just go back and forth between calling him Frank and Keith. And Roddy, I just call Roddy throughout the whole movie. He, so. actually, he actually can because he never says his name yeah. through the whole movie. So. Which is cool. So that's cool. You're right. They never say his name, do they? Yeah. Nada? But they just, yeah. that's just how his name is in the uh, credits. Yeah. 
Man with no name. Like a Western. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. <laughs> oh, That's pretty good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, end of day work. And he's like, when when's the payday? And it's Thursday. And it's like, okay, that's cool. I don't know. I like his, I like his character. He's cool. Mm. So, yeah, he and Keith David talk. He and Frank talk. Yeah, you got a place to stay? He's like, no. He's like, I know a place to stay. You come with me. It's like, okay. Frank's like, all right, whatever. And Frank walks and Roddy follows behind him for a while. <laughs> <laughs> cut to Roddy still still following him and Keith's like uh, why you following me and yeah. Roddy's like see where you're going that's how you make friends just follow <laughs> like a little lost puppy <laughs> yeah I like that I like that but Keith was the one who invited him he was like where else would he be following him he's following you to the <laughs> place where you said you know you said you got a place to stay so he's gonna obviously yeah. so so they he's go like, I don't like it when anybody follows me <laughs> But you invited me to this place, bro. It's like, all right, whatever. So they go to a little place. I just put here. encampment. Yeah, kind of little campsite, soup kitchen type place where it's kind of charity. It's across the street from a church. Yeah. So that's cool. Got a little where you can get food and shower and shit, which is cool. So yeah, they get there. They get some food. Meet Gilbert. Gilbert seems like a cool guy. It shows him where he can get food and shower. And they get something neat. <laughs> Keith says he has a wife and daughter in Detroit and I haven't seen them in six months, which is sad. Keith talks about how the companies fuck over the workers, which is, you know, kind of always and forever. Yes, Frank, and... ta- Frank talks a lot about the plight of capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> it's a very... <laughs> It's like, damn, bro, not it. It's like, I yeah. wrote down in my notes, thank God this was 34 years ago and things are so much better. Yeah, this would have been called woke if somebody did this movie today. Yeah. Like, they were, it's very on the, like, not even, not, not subtle in the least, which is awesome. I love that. Sometimes <laughs> you need to be slapped in the face with reality. Yeah. I love anybody who uses subtlety as cowards. That's what I say. Mm. I love it. So yeah, sometimes you have to be upfront, you know, not even try to hide what the theme is. We need that a lot today. People struggle with subtlety today, you know. Yeah. You have to be right in your face. So yeah, they talk about that. I thought it was weird though, because it's it's mostly Frank who's going on this mm-hmm. anti-capitalism rant, but Nada is the one who sort of ends the conversation by saying I mean, basically, that he's an optimist and believes right. in the American dream. Yeah, but uh, and... as we go on, that sort of very <laughs> quickly shifts. Yeah, it's like... And I just I just want to say this, like, right here and now, that was one of the things that sort of stood out to me as far as character development. It didn't really feel like he slowly came to this sort of realization or we didn't really see his thought process behind what happens from here on it's more like he just readily accepts everything thrown yeah. at him yeah. not <laughs> as the type that he goes from zero to 100 like yeah you know I mean? but there's other things in the movie too that i want to discuss later on mm. i'm glad you brought that up yeah as we yeah. bring these things up it'll be clear by what we're talking about but yeah yeah the, they kind of switch <laughs> ideologies really quick 
but yeah oh you're uh, right because yeah frank turns around too huh yeah uh but yeah so they talk about that and you know sunset and it's night and nada is playing the harmonica (laughs) at night it could get annoying <laughs> that was my thought. new guys that short and just blasting on his heart. <laughs> That's what I thought. I'm like, oh no, this guy's playing harmonica. I'm trying to go to sleep, bro. That's funny. Oh god, it's always somebody who's like down on their luck who's got a harmonica. Yeah, that's the universal. This guy's going through stuff. I've never seen a I've never seen a happy person play the har- harmonica. Yeah, if I carry around a harmonica and start playing it, people are going to start pitying me. Like, what's that girl going through? <laughs> throw a hat down, start clicking change. Yeah. No, 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 no. Except that'd be very bad. <laughs> <laughs> Sound like a gazoo or something. Yeah, like they'll give me money just to shut me up. <laughs> You sound like a dying duck. Stop. <laughs> oh, that'd be awesome. Just, just have a sign out there. Is it pay me to shut up? <laughs> That's what the sign says. That's awesome. Want me to stop? Pay me. It's yeah, like bro. emotional blackmail. <laughs> so yeah, it's at night and uh, not as he's just walking through, you know, which is cool, which is also thing that the real life Roddy Roddy Piper used to do he said he would just walk out in the middle of the night just walk because he couldn't go to sleep which I thought he just yeah this is cool it's nothing to do with the movie it was just something from his <laughs> real life that it's fun fact but yeah so the people watching the tv and the tv is hacked by a hacker <laughs> 80s hacker damn hackers who is going on about the truth and a signal the six months ago. People living artificially induced state of consciousness. And people's like, damn hackers, second time tonight, which I love. <laughs> I like that. I like that this is, people are just used to yeah. hacking in the TV. And they're just annoyed by it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Nobody listening to him. Oh, no. Oh, man. Real life. Uh, yeah, he's going on his little rant, the hacker, trying to say the truth, but nobody listening. And I like, uh, he's just going through stuff. A few movements started six months ago, pouring underclass, growing, repressing society. The preacher, blind preacher, knows it word for word. <laughs> he's like lip syncing it. He just mm, yeah. it word. I yeah. like that. Which makes us later on. Which... Yeah, because the preacher's like all the way across the street mm-hmm. and Nada like looks over and sees him. And as you said, he's mouthing the exact words that the guy on the TV saying at the exact same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they are safe if they aren't discovered. Ah, what could they be? Mm. And guy changes the channel. <laughs> <laughs> And then Nada watching Preacher and some, oh, Gilbert arguing for a bit. And he's just watching as they go back into the church. Oh, mystery. Next day, Nada bumps into Gilbert, talks about last night. Oh, shady shit going on. 
and hacker again on tv talking signal must be shut off at the source and we see people getting headaches so might be from a signal or something Mm, and we uh, saw that last night too when they were watching the telly or could it be that when they hacked the signal they quit getting the the signal yeah something's going on something's happening something and then Gilbert runs back into the church and Nada sees this. And <laughs> yeah, Nada just kind of does stuff. <laughs> it's like Nada walks into the church, hears choir. He sees a bunch of stuff on church table, beakers and liquids and chemical stuff. and Just you know, normal and, church stuff. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it seems like something out of Breaking Bad. Just a bunch of uh, drug stuff. <laughs> you think it's, it's like drugs. <laughs> it's drugs. The church is making doing. meth. Oh, I knew it. And there's rows and rows of sunglasses mm-hmm. lenses. Yeah, was there? I did not catch yeah. that. I'm stupid. Yeah. On the same table with all the uh, chemicals and vials and stuff. Oh wow! I Very strange. That. Mystery, mystery. Yeah, inquire going on. Bunch of graffiti on the wall. They live, we sleep. Yeah, just uh, the choir is actually a tape being played. Ah, phony ass church with a phony ass choir. I don't it's think real to real tape. Tape. Yeah, not uh, uh, like takes a piece of the wall, hidden wall door out, and sees a bunch of boxes in there, and he's like, "Oh, gotta get out of here." That's the vibe he's giving off. Uh, and he's like, I got to get out of here. And he turns around and ah, he gets jump scared by the preacher, blind preacher. He's like, oh, you, let me feel your face. Let me feel mm. your hands. And he's like, uh, I'm going to show you the truth. And I think this is where he says, I'm blind, but I can see the truth. And, mm. and Nada gets out of there. See a copter flying above. Always, always watching. This is 1984. No, this is 1988. 1988. <laughs> mm, four years later. Mm. Yeah, copter flying above. People in the church getting out of there with glasses on because it's sunny out. So you always need sunglasses, you know. And Keith, David, Frank. Oh man, this is going to be hard. <laughs> uh, Frank. Thank uh, you. Hello. Why? <laughs> oh man. Well, yes, Frank and yeah. Nada. Talk about a great duo. Frank yes, and Nada. They're very good. Even buddies. They're very like anti buddies, buddies because they're yeah. like. Well, that's that's like, that's the best kind of friendship, you know. Like they're yeah. violently friendly. Their friendship is very. Strong. <laughs> yeah. They love Very, each other violently. Uh, Frank walks over to Nada and... Oh, Nada picked up and just kind of took somebody's binoculars. He's like, can I have those? <laughs> like, yeah, I guess. Some rando. He's like, okay. And he's watching over the church, which is just across the street, by the way. It's not really far away. You can see him <laughs> with, the, with your eyes. It's like, whatever, dude. But he's using binoculars because he's... He's a detect. He's in detective mode. Yeah, now, he's right like, "Oh, I love a good mystery." Yeah, <laughs> just jumps right and, into it. Yeah, 
he's trying to figure this out and he sees the people across the street with glasses on uh, picking like boxes into the car and kind of driving away very mysterious what could it be is it drugs um that's my number one guess. That's, that would be my number one guess honestly if this was me like, yeah oh, my well. guess would be cult 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 mm. yeah. or like, a drug so- cult like cult 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 that's such a funny word to repeat over and over <laughs> cult cult alright um, subliminal right there yeah it's creepy a- cult, cult ASMR cult cult death ah uh, yeah and Frank is like leave it alone not as like Gilbert is in there helping them and Keith <laughs> and Frank is like I don't want to lose my job Oh, and just that's where they're at now. Mm. Oh, Frank says a really cool line here. He tells Frank all about the things he found, and Frank tells him it's none of their business. And Frank says, I'm walking a white line. I don't bother nobody. Nobody bothers me. And Nada says, white line's in the middle of the road. It's the most dangerous place to drive. Very mm. wise. Yeah. Don't be a fence sitter. Yeah, it was a good line. But my favorite line is when they get to the end of their conversation, and Frank's just like, "I'll see you later." <laughs> <laughs> just very abrupt. Got, yeah, I don't know why it just cracked me up because it's, <laughs> it's, it's implying that he's going to hang out with him later or talk to him yeah. later. But you know, yeah, I'll see you later. Just very uh, aggressively, like, yeah. "Bye." Yeah, <laughs> they are later, buddies, but-, but they also like have a little bit of conflict. Yeah. No, I was like, shit's going down, bro. Frank's like, whatever, dude, see ya. Let's hang out later, but not talk about this. Yeah. So yeah, it's helping them, and Nada's one step closer to cracking the case. He's like Sherlock Holmes. At night, still looking through binoculars at the church. He hasn't stopped watching the same location. Yeah, just watching. And he's got a, ha- a-, a copter. Right above the church. Shit's going down, bro. Mm. Gun pointed out. Was it a gun? Something pointed outside. I thought it was a gun pointed out of the copter. Might have been something else. I don't know. A gun pointed. Yeah, ah. probably. A lot probably of shit happens pointed. right here. Yeah. And I see people running out of the church. Glasses on at night. Cars leaving. And Gilbert, hacker, and preacher out of the church. And not as like we're looking around and see cops, cops just fucking getting in there right to the church. This shit's going down, bro. SWAT team, ground troops, like just running up the street with shields and shit. Mm. Yeah, shit's it's like a raid. It's a very fast response. A very fast response, though. Very coordinated. Yeah. They even had the scientific investigation division there. Oh, shit. And one of those big machines, yellow machines. What's it called? A bulldozer? Bulldozer. I forgot what it was called. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, Nada's just walking. <laughs> this is the part where like a lot of shit happens for a while. And Roddy, uh, you know, Nada's kind of just looking around. <laughs> just kind of watching. Just watching, you know, until you know, at the very end when, you know, he kind of leaves. But yeah, so this whole thing, uh, bulldozer bulldozing over the camp, getting everybody out of there, which is kind of mean. That's what I would have said. It is kind of mean because, like, <laughs> they don't really have anything to do with it except, no. 
I guess, uh, Gilbert, maybe they think, well, if Gilbert's mm-hmm. running this whole thing, then maybe we got to get rid of this whole encampment too, but... Yeah. I don't know. They're a bunch of bastards. Who knows what goes <laughs> in the mind of bastards? Bastards. So yeah, they bulldozer everything, you know, just run through everything. People panic. Shooting. People panic. People panicking. Nada is just walking, like, yeah. very chilly, cool as a cucumber, not phased. Yeah, sees Frank, and Frank fucking gets out of there. He's like, I'm out of there. And finally, like, finally, Nada gets out of there, finally. After, you know, staring about, just kind of walking through for a couple minutes. Alleyway sees cops, cops beating up on uh, the hacker dude, I think, or Gilbert. Yeah. One of those. Yeah, I think it was that. Okay. Beating up on him. Preacher tries to fight them off, but they start beating on him, too. <laughs> shit walk through the valley of the shadow of death i like that i like that he says that but he gets beaten up of course cops beating up civilians oh shit i'm glad that doesn't happen i know aren't you just (laughs) glad that this is just a piece of fiction oh man it's it's really frustrating really watching this movie and realizing we are still here doing the same shit yeah yeah even the alien part is kind of like not really that crazy because of what it's symbolic of, you know? Mm. It's like, yeah, I mean, kind of. It's like not far off from where we are. Uh, are. Mm-hmm. Um, although I wish aliens were actually, you know, here because that I would know. make life more fun, but, you know, still got bills to pay. So, mm. yeah, you can cash out. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take the payoff. Yeah. Or if I if aliens were real, like if we had that confirmation and they were among us, I would just stop paying bills. Honestly, I would like. I want. I want to. I want to say something uh, yeah. about that because I've been thinking about it a lot. Yeah. And I feel like one of the reasons we're seeing such a huge rise in conspiracy theorists is because it's yeah. so much easier to think that mm-hmm. there's an outward force that is making our lives so difficult rather than there being people in our midst people in our government the people that are in control that are meant to be taking care of us Mm -hmm. like that's so much more it's so much harder to come to terms with yeah it's a harder pill to swallow than thinking that aliens or some other fantastical supernatural being because if it's something supernatural for, or fantastical, it's so much easier to put your hands up in the air like, well, I don't know anything about handling alien bullshit. So, man, things are tough. I don't know what to do. I guess I'll just like manifest something good. It's, I don't know. I just feel like that's the easier thing to do. And I feel like that's why there's such a rise in that. And I yeah. even slip into it sometimes. Like I will go down a rabbit hole of TikTok videos, and I start to slip into that kind of thinking. But it's uh, I think it's unproductive. Really, we have to hold yeah. we have to hold pe- the people that are in control accountable. Yeah, it, people want to think it's more, you know fantastical than it really is which is like it's more comforting yeah yeah and also (laughs) it's a rise in that and uh, a rise in 
which is more dangerous, like anti-intellectualism. People like being dumb, mm-hmm. which is very dangerous. It is people dangerous. People going against science and facts, which is very, very there's, dangerous. There's why uh, that's th- uh, there's that whole saying of don't be so open-minded to that your brains fall out. <laughs> I think about that all the time because it's very, it's very true yeah. for the times we live in. Yeah, it's like uh, government doesn't even have to try to keep us dumb because people will gladly do it themselves, which is yeah. sad. Yeah, It's like, oh, fuck, bro. It's kind of hard to <laughs> do a revolution when people <laughs> are fucking in their little fantasy worlds, you know? But also, so. like, it's a very real thing to feel fatigued. I can't remember what the yeah. word for it is, but when... Uh, and it happens to all of us when just day after day there's another school shooting or there's a like a natural disaster or there's a another covid variant like it's just or another story about police brutality like there's so much fucking shit constantly like you literally do get fatigued from it sometimes you just want to like shut your brain down for a bit yeah it's fucking tough. Yeah, yeah. I like the conspiracy theory stuff, but once it starts getting into anti-science, I'm like, oh, bro, no, let's use science. Let's use science. Yeah. Let's use facts. Let's use, uh, let's not be dumb. We can believe in theories and not be dumb. You know, I believe that. Mm. Uh, but it's like, no, bro. I was watching something the other day mm-hmm. about a guy from the 70s. He was a conspiracy theorist, but mm-hmm. his conspiracy was that big corporations would uh, dictate what everybody does, and that oh, yeah. we would be less free than people in the past. Yeah, that's see, that's like it's like a duh today. Yeah. It's like yeah, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but back then, it, it probably yeah, sounded crazy. You're crazy. No, you're crazy. Yeah, I was like, well, shit. See, back then, conspiracies were fact-based. I mean, back then, if you told them that in the future that there would be a riot of people storming the Capitol yeah. because of conspiracy theories, that would fucking blow their minds. Yeah, hey, I need to get out of here, bro. I need, to get, I need the <laughs> aliens to come and take me out of there. <laughs> i'd rather be abducted and experimented on honestly i'll be a willing participant well that how very how very appropriate for this movie that we're talking about as we later see honestly bro fucking one fucking dude where are we at now (laughs) oh yeah the running away oh yeah yeah yeah. okay okay so yeah cops beating up on people uh not a sees a dude cowering in like a corner the same guy he took binoculars from, so he helps them, and they get inside Give me a. Binoculars. Yeah, and they go inside a apartment building to hide. Meet a bunch of people in there hiding, just kind of waiting it out. And one of the people inside is like, "Somebody start World War 3 It's <laughs> like, "Shit, bro." <laughs> yes. Cut to next day, TV playing. <laughs> the people outside going through clothes and rubble. Seeing what's left at the encampment. Yeah, yeah seeing what's left of the... The only thing left was the TV. Yeah, still playing. <laughs> playing. Exactly. Nada goes to check inside the church. Inside, it's wrecked. A police tore it apart. 
And they also painted over the They Live, We Sleep graffiti. Yeah, mm. Can't appreciate good art. <laughs> Breaks through the wall, uh, takes the box. He gets outside, almost caught by police, but he manages to get out of there without being seen like a spy. He walks into an alleyway with the box. He opens it, and what's inside? Fashion. Fa- fashion. No, not, not really fashion. Not, it's not... <laughs> It's not ties. It's it's a bunch of sunglasses. It's sunglasses for the sun or <laughs> the moon to I see the light. Sunglasses either. No, it's just very boxy, square. <laughs> they look like those sunglasses they give you when you get the eye drops at the eye doctor. <laughs> yeah, it's not fashion. Sunglasses magazine says this is not in. Yeah, those. Are, <laughs> I like I like the glasses though. Uh, yeah, they're they're just sort of classic, cheapy looking classic sunglasses. Very easy cosplay if somebody wants to. I was I it. literally thought the se- we're fucking nerds, Miguel. I thought the same thing. Just a flannel shirt, some mom jeans, and some sunglasses, and a mullet. Yeah. And a mullet. And you can't forget the mullet. It's part of the. That's where the magic is. Oh man, yeah, it's like Samson just... with his long hair. That's where he carried his strength. Yeah, it's the box of sunglasses, bro. And he's, I like his reaction. He's like, oh, fuck. Just kind of <laughs> like, oh, this is fucking trash. But he has the foresight to hide hide it because it, it might yeah. be important. Yeah. Even if it's just a bunch of nothing, it might be important. So I got to say, I thought this was a dumb yeah. hiding place. Yeah. In the trash, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He hides it in a trash can, but he kind of, still, it's a trash can, but he, Buries it. We will. He buries it under more trash bunch, and more trash. Just fucking, <laughs> <laughs> bro. It's like this dude. Yeah. So he walks down the street with a pair of glasses in hand. <laughs> he. What does he well, do, Lindsay, with the glasses? He what puts the do? he puts the sunglasses on because uh-huh. well now he's got an accessory. He can look like yeah. a cool guy. And mm-hmm. as soon as he puts them on, he's looking down at his feet or sort of at the sidewalk where he's walking. Mm-hmm. And the sidewalk is black and white. That startles him. Mm. And then he looks up and he sees a billboard that reads, Obey in big capital letters. Oh, shit. And I have to say, I have to say, mm-hmm. I I didn't know anything about this movie, okay? I got so excited because mm-hmm. I... I love the graffiti artist Shepard Fairey, and I knew that he was known for his series of paintings with Obey as a slogan in a lot of his work. I did not realize it was from this film. I knew he took inspiration from somewhere. I didn't know it was from this film, but he uses Obey in a lot of his works, including the famous one with Andre the Giant. (laughs) And he's also the artist who did Obama's Hope campaign poster. Oh. So... I was freaking out here, like I was, I was geeking out. It was, I was excited. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anywho, he uh, he takes the sunglasses back off, and the billboard reads, 
it's for a company called Control Data, which is interesting. And then there's another billboard that says, welcome to the Caribbean. But when he puts the sunglasses on, it says, marry and reproduce. And a store sign says, Armisi's men's apparel, but actually reads, no independent thought. And closeout sale reads, consume. And he looks out onto the street and all of the signs read various things. There's one that stands mm-hmm. out to me and it was work eight hours, sleep eight hours, play eight hours. And a magazine stand is filled entirely with nothing but similar phrases. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he looks up at the at a man who's at the newspaper stand and he's like, what's your problem? <laughs> And then we see what he really looks like with the glasses. He looks like a man without skin, where you just see the bones and the flesh and the cartilage and stuff and glowing eyes. Yeah. Big eyes. Yeah, yeah, big glowing eyes. You know what this movie feels like to me? Mm. It feels like the moment where he gets his first inventory item and he puts it on, (laughs) it turns into a video game. Yeah. I try to refrain from saying video game this, <laughs> but yes. <laughs> I was surprised to hear Aaron make that reference rather than Miguel. Yeah, because I know. <laughs> yes, this is a very video game. It's not quite as obvious like Doom was when you know they had the end mm-hmm. where it was just like the video game, but it's you could see it there. You got you know your NPCs in the background talking shit. It's mm. funny to hear stuff, and you know as the movie progresses, he gets new items yeah uh, his reaction he freaks out a bit Mm. but then he's like (laughs) it takes it very well honestly (laughs) considering yeah sees him out with the glasses he's a fucking monster dude he's he freaks out and he doesn't really freak out but he's kind of startled like you said and sees another dude and he's human so he's like oh fuck he's a monster dude and he Mm. looks at the money I love the money. I love this too. Do you remember what it says? Yeah, it says the all of the money in the newspaper man's mm-hmm. hand says, "This is your god." That's awesome. <laughs> it's fucking metal. It's fucking <laughs> the fucking dude. That's fucking capitalist pieces of shit. <laughs> yeah, pretty much the thesis statement of this whole movie mm. is like anti-capitalist. Fucking yeah, he sees the real world with the glasses monster sitting among us you fucking freaks he's walking down the yeah, street with just, the glasses he's just walking through yeah. the city and yeah. he's, he's, seeing, he's just seeing more of this bunch of people who are monster people everywhere just walks walks up he walks into a supermarket and sees more hidden aliens uh, uh, amongst the people and sees them on tv <laughs> of course they're on tv uh, the news anchor, whatever the person on TV is. I think it was a politician speaking. He's a politician. Yeah, which uh, is why Nada sort of says something. He sort of scoff, yeah, scoffs and says, "It figures it'd be something like that." Yeah, immediately. So immediately, his whole world view is changed. So <laughs> because he sees the truth, which honestly, I like that. I like that he didn't have to go through a whole crisis of fucking <laughs> not believing it. Yeah, he didn't have to get through denial. He just I was I was cool with it, but logically, yeah. I I feel like it doesn't really make any sense because he was the one who, in the beginning, was all for the American dream. Yeah, <laughs> but, but this but... is like an American nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> I like that there's no like fighting against it. It's like 
Yep, it's in right in front of your eyes. Like people say, they don't believe it unless they see it. This is the embodiments of that. It's like, yeah. And so, <laughs> I like this is like some woman bumps into him. <laughs> this and, part is fucking hilarious. Yeah, he just goes off on him. <laughs> just goes off on this monster woman because it's one of them. And she says something to him and he's like, you're real fucking ugly. <laughs> yeah. And then he turns to another woman. He's like, you're, you're okay. this one formaldehyde face i wrote that that's awesome that's awesome formaldehyde face i've never heard that before Uh, obviously but uh, real fucking ugly yeah he starts ranting and he fucking stumbles on a little thing he crashes on the floor um (laughs) like a goof yeah he uh, starts ranting he trips on something and the alien lady says we got one who can see oh Mm. she communicates with everybody on her little wrist communicator speaking into her communicator on her wrist i like that's the default name for any wrist talking technologies just communicator Communicator. (laughs) (laughs) because if we said watch it'd be like what yeah talks into her watch what oh but then like as he Apple. freaks out a bunch of other skinless people, well, aliens, just outright say Pretty aliens, yeah. in the store are also speaking into their communicators, describing mm. not a fuck. Yeah, uh, uh, this would freak me out. I'm like, oh shit, they're coming to get me. He runs out. He this gets part's out of there. funny too. He, this guy's crazy. He's so yeah. crazy. He literally just outed himself to all of these skinless freaks. Yeah. And he just he cannot help himself. He sees an attractive lady who's sort of like preening by looking at her reflection in a building window. It's very reflective. So she's like preening her hair. And he stops and he says, that's like pouring perfume on a pig. I love that. He like stands there and laughs at her a little bit first too. It's like, oh my God. Do you have any sense of self-preservation, dude? Run. Nada. 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 <laughs> I hate that so much. That was I love that. <laughs> Spoken like a true dad, Aaron. <laughs> so yeah, he says that he burns this fucking freak and then he gets of course he gets accosted by these fucking pigs by the police the police who <laughs> yeah, are speaking of pigs yeah who oh yeah who are <laughs> a bunch of freaks themselves and aliens at the same time of course and they're like we got him and still he's throwing insults out there he's like you look like you shaved this morning just like oh my god so yeah they talk to him what about the other line when they ask him where he got those sunglasses what does he say (laughs) this fucking cool guy over here he says the tooth fairy oh my god that was the worst one he's like there's there's some really good lines in here and there's some really bad ones (laughs) yeah that one doesn't make sense i don't know that one is like whatever dude so they talk to him. He's like, we can, you know, come to an agreement. You just go to some place uh, where we can talk this out. And Nada kind of just puts his head down, kind of like a sad Charlie Brown uh, motion, kind of mm. lulls them into a sense of, you know, like, oh, maybe this guy will come with us. So he grabs his arm 
and he fucking clotheslines them because he's <laughs> I love that bring nice. some wrestling moves into here I knew you were gonna be able to like yeah. tell us what all the wrestling moves are oh <laughs> uh, dude I wanna I'm gonna get a lot which was kind of cool no I love uh, once we get into the fight oh my god yeah <laughs> I play by play narrated the fight. I'm like, oh my god, this is awesome! I love. Yeah, the there was a lot. That, that was a long fight. Um, but yeah, so he clones clotheslines him. And he kind of just punches out the other one because Roddy Roddy Piper was a Golden Gloves boxer. In case you didn't know, he had some boxing background, so I thought that was cool. So he takes the dude's gun, the cop's gun, fucking pig, alien, fucking skinless freak. And he shoots the other guy. Awesome. I love that. No hesitation. Yeah. Yeah. See, this goes back to like what we were talking about earlier. As soon as he gets weapons, he arms up. And what does he he do? He just starts killing aliens. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck it, dude. No reservation. He sees an alien and shoots it. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah, No other thoughts. Just kill. They want to come here? Come in America? (laughs) They try and take over? (laughs) This is our America. My good Christian town? Yeah. These freaks try to take over. Which I love that they always choose America as the place where the aliens always touch down first. Like Independence Day, too. It's like, of course, they would go to the White House. I don't know. I love that <laughs> America is just the go-to place for all the aliens. Uh, so, so, yeah, he shoots them. I love that. No hesitation. Awesome. These are already this far in. So he shoots them. It goes to the cop car and arms up with the shotgun, which is awesome. <laughs> and he just walks down the street, sees a cop car, and goes into a building, turns around, and it's a bank. You gotta let me see it in line. You gotta let me see it. And here is where we get, honestly, one of my, the one of the best lines ever in a movie ever <laughs> which is yeah which is not non-ironic this is awesome so he sees there sees all the freaks in there and he what does he say <laughs> you go for okay for our listeners out there i know you've heard this line before and if you ever mm-hmm. wonder where it came from this is where it came from so nada walks mm-hmm. into the the bank like miguel said mm-hmm. and he goes i've come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. <laughs> and he just starts blasting. <laughs> yeah, that, honestly, I that was, line. I was so excited because who hasn't heard that line? And I didn't know it came from this movie. It felt like meeting a celebrity. It was like, wow, this is, this is where it comes from. So good. It is one of the best lines ever written <laughs> on page, honestly. Yeah. Well, it. they said it was ad lib. Really? Yeah. No, I thought the other amazing. stuff wasn't ad libbed because, <laughs> as we said, some of it was really good and some of it was, <laughs> some of it was lame. Well, yeah. This is like in his wrestling days, he used to spend all night writing down mm-hmm. stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, for yeah, I like that. Sense. That's awesome. I know the the character Duke Nukem, the video game character, which is like super super camp. Mm-hmm. They use that line in there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I think that character just takes inspiration from this movie and a whole <laughs> bunch of other action characters. Oh, man. That line's iconic, bro. Wait, just he, then he starts blasting all the aliens. Yeah. He just starts shooting them. This is the most video game part of this. 
And one of them talks into their communicator. He's like, ah, he's in the building. Starts describing. Nada points his shotgun at him. And the alien kind of just teleports away, which I I thought that was cool. Also, why didn't they just do that? (laughs) He also also says, mama don't like a tattoo. Yeah, Yeah, I was going to say that too. But the guy blips away too fast. Which I think that's pretty cool. I like that technology. And Anato kind of just walks away. For somebody who's being chased by the police, he kind of just walks to places nonchalantly just down the street. Because he's a cool guy. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> he gets out of the building and he sees a alien drone looking at him. Which is like... Everybody should know where he is. Like everybody <laughs> has seen him at this point. Even the yeah. drone knows where he is. It's like, a, and he shoots the drone, which I'm um, smart, honestly. Uh, he keeps walking, and he sees a cop tries to stop him, but it's a human cop. So he's just he's like, just, just fucking drop your weapon, and he lets him go. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's just killing aliens, not the humans. Yeah. And cut to random lady uh, walking down parking garage, car park, however you, however you say it. And she gets to her car. Fucking Nada just comes out of nowhere, grabbing her, which would be very scary. Someone just grabbed you out of nowhere. And he's like, get, in, get out of here, get in the car, and drive. And she's scared, obviously, because this rando dude is just mm. out of nowhere. I mean, I totally, totally get why that would be frightening to her, but Stratton and I thought she looked creepy. <laughs> yeah, she looked creepy. She, yeah. well, like she she's a, a convention. Yeah. yeah, she's a conventionally attractive woman, but yeah. she has these ice blue eyes that really creeped us mm. out. Oh yeah, he's like, so they're in the car, and he's like, drive slowly, slowly, and they drive and get out of there, and. Nada. It's kind of like not doing kind of like uh, what would you say his demeanor is? He's kind of acting kind of like dizzy or something. Like yeah, mm. like he's really tired. Maybe yeah, yeah, tired. And he's like, uh, "Are you married?" And she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> and she's he's like, "Don't lie to me." And she's like, "No." And he's like, "You live alone?" And she's like, ah. <laughs> "If I were her, I'd be like, fuck, how am I gonna get out of this situation?'" <laughs> So they pretty much, he's like going to your place. Because <laughs> all this sounds really bad. Yeah. And she's really weird too because she's like calm. She's calm. very calm. Yeah. That's, yeah I can agree you know. on that. And she was like, and she's like kind of acting, you know, yeah, whatever. Acting a certain way. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, Eesh. Uh, at this point, I'm like, she's very scared. She's just kind of acting just like, Ooh. Yeah, I just accepted it because I was like, this woman is either playing it super cool so she doesn't do anything to mm-hmm. put herself at risk, or she's a bad actor. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was just along for the ride a little bit here. <laughs> yeah, so they get to her place, and even though she didn't want to, but he kind of has no choice. And I like at her place, you got the neighbors snooping on yeah. her, uh, snoopy neighbors. So they get inside, and he, you know, Nod is still wearing the glasses, and he's walking in, 
It's like he kind of stumbles like onto the couch, but on the ground too. He's like, it's not doing well. He takes off the glasses. He says, uh, wearing the glasses kind of like getting high, but man, once you take them off, it hits you. So I like that the glasses have like a an effect mm. on the mm. wearer. <laughs> He's like, things kind of went sour for me today. <laughs> <laughs> just I had a bad day. To, yeah, I had a bad day. Yeah, and she's like, "No shit, bro." Mm-hmm. So they kind of talk, and he just says that they're in trouble. The whole world mm-hmm. is in trouble. Yeah, he tells her about the aliens, and she doesn't believe him. He's kind of like, "Fucking wear the glasses, bro." <laughs> I hate these people. It's just I know. Spray. Just it's, wear the glasses. It's so, it's so easy. <laughs> <laughs> just wear like She yeah, does make a good point though. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Cuz uh she says she'll do ev- she'll do whatever wh- he wants, but to not hurt her, he insists that she tries on the sunglasses, but she says mm-hmm. that even if she puts on the sunglasses, she's just going to say what he wants her to say. She's going to say that she sees those things even if she actually doesn't. Cuz she's yeah. a hostage after all. Yeah, which is fair play to her. Yeah. I, yeah. I did like that about her. Like, she mm-hmm. was she was acting smart mm-hmm. about the whole situation. Right. Not your conventional hostage, you know, or at least yeah. in movie terms. Yeah, that's why cool. I liked that. She uh, mm-hmm. sort of broke that stereotype a little. Yeah, it was almost mm-hmm. like she was in control, not him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even though she says you're in control. Yeah. <laughs> But it's like, not really, dude, because you don't want to wear the fucking glasses, bro. Just wear the glasses. Um, even if she did say that, I would still say, but wear them, though. <laughs> but still, though, wear them, bro. <laughs> still. Yeah. <laughs> so she sits down, and he kind of looks like he's going to sleep. And she gets up and he's like don't fuck with me he's like uh, i want something to drink and it's like cool so you got some wine yeah, that's, she said she was thirsty that's not gonna yeah, quench your thirst weird. yeah <laughs> well thirsty let me grab this bottle of wine right uh fucking nada asks her what she does for a living huh Oh, yeah. She works at a TV station, and his eyes light up. It's like, a TV station? And he goes to and turn on the TV, because now he's awake. He's like, mm. but as soon as he does that, uh, she fucking hits him with the wine bottle. <laughs> yeah. Right in the back what, of the head. What do they call that move in MMA? Like a spinning... He's spinning back fist. Back and, punch to the yeah. head. Some... Right in the back of the head with the bottle. And he goes flying out the window. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't expect that. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. Crashes through the window. Mm-hmm. Right into the bottom of the hill, he fucking rolls down there, which is way... That's awesome. Actually, I like that. He's like, <laughs> get the fuck out of here, bro. Just does it. Um, you think he must have done his own stunts, right? Probably. You would think so. Especially with these kind of movies, they're kind of indie. Uh, don't yeah. have a lot of budget, and he can take <laughs> if anybody he, he would be okay with taking the stunts because you know. Yeah, because that's kind of like what he was doing <laughs> for a living. Yeah, um, where it makes sense. So yeah, she hits him with the wine bottle. He goes flying <laughs> out the window, and she calls the police. Still showing no emotion at all. I know. Yeah, which was the weird part. 
I wrote down, she is weirdly calm. Yeah, it's so fucking weird, <laughs> this woman. Oh, and then the he, and the sunglasses are in the floor of her place. Right, yeah, yeah. <sighs> Foreshadowing. I mean, it's not subtle. Just a reason for the next scene. <laughs> yeah, so police come up the hill. Nada gets out of there. Yeah, he's he's all, he's all fucked up. Yeah, he's all messed up. And he's really able to get out of there, kind of just walking at his own pace. Yeah, so that's cool. That's a skill he has. He can just get out of there, <laughs> even though everybody's looking for him. So yeah, he gets out of there at nighttime. He's stumbling into a little alleyway, hallway thing. I don't know. It looked very small. <laughs> if it was like an alleyway or, you know, someplace. And, you know, kind of sleeps there. Next day, uh, Roddy walking down the street, gets to the job site, gets to fucking Frank, his fucking friend. <laughs> Literally the <laughs> only person he can call a friend in this hmm. situation. Frank is like, Bro, what the fuck are you doing here? Didn't you kill like six people? It's all over Nine the news. people. Nine people. Then it's all over the fucking TV. Everybody's looking for you. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I mean, thing. I don't blame him. Yeah, that's yeah. so what I would have been too. Is like, especially since it's like you killed people. It's like, and I also <laughs> like. <laughs> Also, I like that Frank didn't like snitch on him or anything. It's like just tells him to get out of here, bro. Yeah. yeah. Frank just wants to be left alone. Yeah. I mean, he doesn't know any other context except that Nada has killed nine people and <laughs> Which, everybody's looking for him. Yeah. He's like, get out of here. <laughs> so he, Nada gets out of there and he's pictures all over the TV. Again, kind of just walking down the street. <laughs> not even he doesn't even bother putting on a disguise or anything mm -mm. just walking oh, man to have that kind of confidence yeah that's his ability just yeah walk. and apparently nobody can catch him so he sees oh he gets to the place where he stashed the box of glasses which was literally a trash can and <laughs> what do you think happens when he <laughs> looks <around? laughs> what <laughs> of course of course of course it's fucking not there obviously because it's a trash can but he sees down yonder a garbage truck and a bunch of garbage in there obviously mm. and he waits and he, he sees the garbage truck you know closing the garbage and he just walks over there pulls the lever to open the back of the garbage truck <laughs> shit bro uh, that's dangerous. Don't do that. He just goes in, searches through the garbage. Hmm. I would have been afraid if somebody come and close it or mm. you can, you know, but you know. I totally be... thought that's what was gonna happen. Yeah. Instead, they do something really weird. <laughs> yeah. He finds a pair of glasses in there, and he gets dumped out of the truck. They kind of dump the trash out of the truck, which is that's cool. I guess helps him. If he wanted to search through the garbage. Yeah, because the garbage men were arguing about something. I don't know. I didn't catch the conversation, but just arguing. And they kind of just dump the garbage in there and just drive away. <laughs> it <laughs> is, yeah, cool. it doesn't make any sense. Like, they're literally there to pick up trash, and they yeah. just end up dumping all of the trash in the alleyway. See? I don't that's know if something that's... That, that's something an NPC would do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it has something to do with the lever that he had to pull to open up the back of the truck, if it was all part of that same function or something, but 
It's mm. weird that they didn't even notice by the time they drove off. Yeah, didn't notice. Oh, well, they're bad at their job, too, whatever. Too busy arguing. Yeah. This next part's really fun, though. Oh, yeah, this next part, bro. Oh, my God. He kind of just gets up and looks around, and Frank is there. <laughs> his friend, his buddy Frank, and he get, has uh, not as a week's pay, which he throws at him, and he makes it in. The little box that Nada has in his hand, which I thought was awesome. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that was awesome. Also, this is incredibly nice of Frank. As far yes. as Frank knows, this guy that he tried to help out earlier is a murderer. <laughs> has killed multiple people, as far as he knows. But he's still there to give him his week's pay. Yeah, he's really cool. Even from all that, he's still kind of friendly to this stranger that showed up days ago and is a murderer uh, as far as he knows, which is cool. So he gives him the money, throws it at him, makes it into the little thing, which is cool. <laughs> kind of, what happened? I'm just oh. laughing because in my notes, <laughs> I made a prediction. Uh, do you want to say it or? Yeah, in okay. my notes... I put, Miguel is going to make a fighting game reference here. <sighs> dang. <laughs> uh, probably would have, but <laughs> dang. Because this next scene is very yes. much like a, um, a beat-em-up type game. Yeah, Yeah, literally. It's 1v1. Yeah. I'm a thousand percent sure somebody has made the an edit of this scene where they have life bars. And in mm. fact, I'm pretty sure I've seen that before. <laughs> They live fight scene with. There's gotta be. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm a thousand percent sure it exists because this scene is very famous. It's one of the most famous fight scenes ever, and I love it so much. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it does go on forever. Mm -hmm. Stratton said he looked it up and he said the fight scene took five and a half minutes of film. That's how long it took. That's awesome. And it took th it took three weeks to rehearse. I love it so much because it, it feels so real. Like, these guys. Yeah, if you want to describe it, because I only yeah. wrote down, like, a funny part of it. Oh, me too. I know which one you're saying. <laughs> I know exactly which one it is. Uh, yeah, so Frank is there, throws Roddy his week's pay, makes it in the box. I thought that was awesome. Roddy tells him to put the glasses on. Frank, please. Nada slash Roddy puts his glasses on first to check on Frank to see if he isn't an alien. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Me... So that's cool. And Frank still tells him, please go find a place to hide. And nobody finds you. Get the fuck away from me. And, and Nada is like, try these on. And Frank's like, no, you crazy mother. You cra <laughs> I like that line. Oh, you crazy mother. I like that line. I like He's like, oh, fuck yeah. away from me, bro. And he's like, stay away from me. And he's like, I'm telling you, you dumb son of a bitch. <laughs> don't insult the person you're fucking. But yeah, so uh, Nada gets close. He got too close. He gets too close. And Frank punches him in the face, which starts this scene. <laughs> this long-ass fight scene. <laughs> Nada is like, I'm trying to save you, man. And Frank is like, oh, you're crazy. And Nada punches him back. And now it's on. Oh, <laughs> now it's just like fun. male ego versus male ego <laughs> yeah i love that it's, this whole scene is based on 
one guy trying to get the glasses on the other and the other guy refusing to put exactly. some glasses on. It's such a simple thing to possibly so de-escalate this fight. Like, put on the damn sunglasses. And no, Frank's too stubborn. This is why people love this scene, because of the reason for why it's happening and why yeah. it feels so real. It's <laughs> really silly, but also really believable, because... Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, man. Okay. <laughs> it's like exactly. I would rather fight you because you're crazy instead of <laughs> instead of humoring you in your craziness, you idiot. Because I hate you, but I love you. So yeah, so they start with some boxing, show off some boxing. I love it so much. This is probably so easy to honestly choreograph and film because mm. even though it's it's what it took like five days, you said. And they, yeah. well, mm -hmm. it's literally five and a half minutes of film. Mm -hmm. And then it took three weeks to rehearse. Three weeks. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. But like, also I can see why they would want to just make use of this talented wrestler. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if the man that plays Frank, if he has the same or a similar background. No, but he, he looks very believable. <laughs> yeah. Remember? Like it feels real. Keith David was, um. Oh, when they say he was a classically trained actor. Mm. Mm, probably trained in stage fighting, which, which is cool. So yes, they, uh, all right, starting. Let's start with some boxing. And Frank gets the upper hand on uh, Nada, which I love. I love the way it's choreographed. So back and forth. I think I wrote down two parts of this fight. But Nada mm -hmm. tries to punch Frank in the crotch when he's down. And Frank says, you dirty motherfucker. Yeah. Dirty. yeah. <laughs> but then later on during the fight, Frank bites Nada's hand. So he plays <laughs> so, yeah. he plays a little dirty too. He fights a little dirty. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, like it was clean at first. When it was clean, yeah. Frank pretty much <laughs> got the upper hand. And we got to more street fighting. Because at first it was like straight up just traditional like boxing it out mm. but and nada got his <laughs> got beaten down and uh, frank went to bring him up like getting get him up and nada was like oh okay uh, that was easy wrestling <laughs> and then frank just punches him again yeah. one last time for good measure and that's when nada starts fighting dirty yeah it's when he went to the next level went to the next round two i love you can put rounds in here <laughs> And yeah, so fighting dirty, not a head butts him under the chin, which I always think feels way more painful than just straight up like head, like instead of face to face headbutt, like head to head straight on, mm. doing a headbutt under somebody's chin, like down up headbutt, like those are, I love those so much like that. Oh <laughs> my God, that would suck. <laughs> so uh, not a picks him up. Tells him where are the damn sunglasses, and Frank is like these, these glasses, and he throws them on the ground. Is about to step, step on them, <laughs> oh <my laughs> super gosh. petty. And Nod is like no, and and Frank kicks him in the fuck, and he kicks him in the face, <laughs> or knees him in the face. I'm sorry, knees him in the face right up, knees him right in the face. Shit, bro. <laughs> And Frank just throws the glasses to the side. And Frank goes to leave. And Nada fucking chases after him. Tackles <laughs> him to the ground. 
Oh my god, not letting this go. <laughs> He's uh, like, you're my friend. <laughs> I'm trying to help you. Uh, round three starts here. Body blows. Body, buddy, buddy. You gotta hit the pro tip. You're ever in a boxing match. You gotta hit the buddy, buddy, buddy. Hit the body. Uh, uh, not a, or Frank gets him in a headlock. Front face, front face headlock. And... Uh, and yeah, and they both go down pretty much. Double down. <laughs> and this is where uh, Frank bites him in the hand, which <laughs> I endorse in a street fight. You're ever in a street fight, just start biting him. <laughs> There's no rules in a street fight. You just go yeah. fucking, honestly, just get to the groin, bite him on. That's what I would do, honestly. So, fuck it, dude. Get some ground and pound, a little UFC action here. And then Nada gets on top of him and starts smashing Frank's head into the ground, which is very dangerous. I, that's something I wouldn't do. That's like if you're trying to kill somebody. Yeah. That's a kill move. That's Jesus. Really, that's, <laughs> I'm trying to save you. <laughs> trying to help you. And Smashing another, his head in the ground. And he puts his thumb in his eye. Nada puts his oh thumb gosh, in Frank's yeah. eye, which is very counterintuitive if you're trying to make somebody see. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's a good point. What if he had blinded both of his eyes? Yeah. It's like, oh, Think, man, man. And this is where Frank fucking just starts torturing. He puts his kneeing. Nada's nuts. <laughs> he does it like five times. He knees Nada in the nuts. Ouch. Exactly. That's bad. And this is where <laughs> they both get up. And they're all, oh, my God. It's still going. The white scene's still going. And Nada picks up a piece of wood. Hell yeah, this uh, is my. <laughs> this was mine and Stratton's favorite. <laughs> starts swinging it about, and Frank picks up a bottle, a glass bottle. Okay. <laughs> and this is. Do you want to say what happens here? Yeah. It's funny. <laughs> so Nada goes to hit Frank with the two by four, and the two by four smashes the back of a car that Frank is next to. Frank gets mad when he sees this because he's like, "You almost fucking killed me." So uh, he goes to hit him with the bottle, but the <laughs> the bottle just smashes into the car and Nana, Nana just laughs which we thought was super cute it's like a, it was such a cute way to like break the ice in this moment but gosh it just it just goes on yeah because this was Frank's car but that's why he's like oh I'm oh. sorry man yeah. oh sorry bro I love oh, that sorry, Nana bro. like laughs though like this is such a serious moment i almost hope that that was ad-libbed and they just kept that in yeah or just I, like I a natural it. reaction i guess this is, yeah it's such a great fight scene bro and it's not even like i would rather take this any day over like a lot of the fight scenes i see now because mm. yeah is it so re-choreographed like mm -hmm. there's a lot of good fight scenes now but some are like kind of like just it feels like, all right, let's get to the end of this. But here I'm like, yeah, I could, like, these two dudes brawling it out. I love this so much because it feels much more real. It's like, yeah, it's, it feels like a street fight, honestly. It's not over choreographed. They're not trying to be very fancy or look cool, you know. It's like very gritty. You can feel the hits in each one. I love it. And by the way, it's still going. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that I happens. Literally, I put in my notes at this point. This fight goes on forever. My God. <laughs> So, so still going, uh, grappling each other, UFC shit, and uh, Frank showing his strength, kind of just picks up Nada, and th slams him into the ground. 
which yeah bro just straight up picks him up slams him and frank picks up the glasses puts him on his chest and says fuck you fuck you and walks away so in terms of fighting pretty much frank takes the w there honestly uh-huh. round four <laughs> Nada gets up. Frank is like kind of leaning on a little wall thing, kind of, you know, resting. Both of them are really beaten up. <laughs> and I like, <laughs> I like how it's shot. Frank is just kind of leaning on the thing, just kind of, it's like relaxing and Nada. Exhausted. Comes, yeah, exhausted. And Nada, um, comes from the side of the screen just walking up it's like it's not over and just grabs him and starts punching him in the in the gut and frank is like ah he's like you should have don't take your eyes off the opponent bro but yeah he comes up walking and he's like uh, it's like oh my god still going and here not a fucking sluice kind of front face suplexes frank and here out of here we go finally nada is able to put the glasses on frank picks them up and he's like look look at them and this is where frank is finally able to see the truth oh my god jesus christ (laughs) i feel like i would have given up like fuck you then i was just trying to save you (laughs) oh man I'm exhausted. I know. I feel tingly all over. (laughs) I feel it in my bones. Now, after that fight scene, finally, Frank is now able to see the truth, which is awesome. This is when you, this is like when you finally get your bestie to like try something cool you've been trying to make them try for forever. He gets freaked out by a UFO, which, same. And I like Keith David's acting here. Like he was definitely more freaked out about this than Nada was when he <laughs> saw everything. So, and Roddy Piper Nada has a another line here before we get to the next scene. He's like, "Brother, life's a bitch, and she's in heat." I don't know what that means. Hate. So, <laughs> I hated that. One. I actually didn't like that one. I was like, that one really yeah, doesn't. Yeah, and I both. Put our thumbs down on that one. Boo. Boo this it's man. It's either very good or very bad. There's no in between. Yeah. yeah. It's either a home run or a strikeout. Yeah. Yeah. They could have come up with something better than that, honestly. So, come on, bro. So, they're walking down the street. Beat up as hell. <laughs> the face swollen. And nobody to blame except themselves. This is like... It's like when a parent like scolds a kid. It's like, well, you can't blame anybody except yourselves mm-hmm. for this situation you're in. Fucking all beaten up and face swollen and shit. Um, they go to a hotel, get a room, the glasses on, fashion. <laughs> they, I like the way they walk to this, like just slowly walking, <laughs> bruised up, beaten. I like, thought it oh. was really funny too. <laughs> It's like, oh man, a couple idiots walking. <laughs> uh, so they get to their room. This is where he says the line. He's like, ain't love grand. He takes all the nada does. Which is like, 
oh man frank, frank is done with this bullshit <laughs> it's like oh man just leave me alone <laughs> Jesus There's Christ. another thing that they, uh, another exchange they have, which really, really got me. Because mm. Nod is washing off in the sink and uh, he's shirtless, so you, you see his wrestler bod, his wrestler mm. physique. And Frank asks him where, quote unquote, they come from. And Nada says, <laughs> Lines like this get me every time. He says, Well, they don't come from Cleveland. And Frank loses it on <laughs> yeah. him. And I love that because I also wouldn't have patience for that shit. Like, stop speaking so, like, metaphorically. Like, just just be real with me here. Just be straight. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Frank speculates that there must be more people who can see. And they have yeah. to find those people who make the sunglasses. Yeah. The woke glasses. Alive. Yeah. Yeah, because Frank was looking. I like, the, I like that Frank is, like, was looking out the window this whole time. And this is where Nada says, and it says that yeah, be careful wearing those glasses for too long. It'll feel like a knife is going into your skull if you're wearing mm. them too long. Wait, he also said it was like being high before, so this is like yeah, conflicting feelings. Hey, man. So it's up to the where. Well, yeah, and then he freaks out on Nada for being fucking sarcastic all the time. So <laughs> like, this isn't time for that cool guy bullshit. Yeah. And then Nada gets angry, but he's like, well, if you have a master plan, then you tell me. He's like, dude, we're in this together, bro. And then he says, we need to find whoever made them. Yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah. yeah, so that's the plan. Which is a smart plan, by the way. Yeah, it's a plan. There's something Nada didn't think about. <laughs> time. Just started start shooting. <laughs> I, like, I like the difference in their plans where uh, Frank would have been smarter and try to mm. find the people and not who would just start blasting. Yeah, no thoughts, only fight. And then we get a cool I like actually this next scene. It's very the most relaxed scene of the whole movie. Well it's also a very vulnerable scene too. Yeah, very yeah, yeah. Very Nada talking about his upbringing and his dad and his just very reminiscing and it's very sad. Very sad scene. And, and I actually like the scene. And yeah, I don't know. It shows off uh, Roddy Piper's acting ability more than just mm. action. You know, I actually like that they put the scene in here. Just very more, like you said, vulnerable and everything. Huh? Yeah, it, it just gives more depth to this character who so far has just been like an action hero because he's talking about his abusive home life his dad was very abusive and frank sort of speculates maybe they've always been with us which i guess is a nice like poetic moment <laughs> it doesn't really add to the actual possibility that what <laughs> nada was talking about involved these alien guys um yeah he says maybe they're always here just feeding off us fighting each other maybe they like it yeah maybe in that sense yeah but it's just speculation anyway yeah but uh um, stratton really liked how after after this <laughs> he made a video game reference here he said it's very much like a beat-em-up game where they seem to have completely healed after drinking beer and eating some chips oh yeah that's true yeah, that's all you need <laughs> talk about your childhood drink some beer eat some chips yeah i mean that's how bros do it after like uh, an alleyway fight fist yeah. fight 
drink some beer, eat some chips, and you're all good. It's all good. Who needs health care? It's like an <laughs> enemies to lovers fan fiction thing. <laughs> <laughs> Except, you know, not... <laughs> is that what it is? Oh, but yeah. So next day, Frank's doing some shopping, I guess, and he goes back into the, a hotel or something, and he gets stopped by Gilbert, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. And Gilbert's like, hey, you're not the only one who can see. Hey, we got a meeting going on. Hey. So Gilbert pretty much tells him, hey, come to this place and you hang out and let's party. And they're like, okay. And except he did not party. He's like, yes, you're not the only ones who can see. Come to this meeting. Yes. All will be revealed. And yeah, so they go. And not as like, Reloading his ammo or some shit. <laughs> Reloading his guns. So they go. And they go in. And I really like this because immediately somebody's like, hey, new guys. Hey, how is it? We're all new here. And she shows them. That would be such a fucking relief. You yeah. know, like if you were in this situation and as far as you know, you and your buddy are the only people who like can see reality. But thank gosh, there's more people. Yeah, man. And she's like, hey, let me take your glasses because we have this cool thing. What's the cool thing? <laughs> Contact lenses. <laughs> that was awesome. I thought. That was cool. I was thinking that would make the most natural uh, mm -hmm. next step because it's less obvious if you're wearing contacts. But I got to say, I was very impressed that they were able to put the contacts in immediately, immediately. without looking in a mirror. <laughs> I've been wearing contacts since I was a teenager, so like 20-ish years. I still have to look in a mirror to put in contacts. It's hard. Really? I usually don't have any problems. One of my hidden talents. That is a good skill to have, but I do feel like that is unusual, and it's uh, especially strange to see these two guys who have never worn contacts before just pop them in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so they put the contacts in. And they meet with Gilbert, I'm pretty sure. Yes. And they talk and they say that most of the cops are human, so that's cool. That's pretty smart on the aliens part, by mm. the way. Like, have the enforcers be humans. That's cool. It also feels very believable. <laughs> yeah. Like, just like real life. Mm -hmm. uh, most of the police officers are human beings, and it's because they want money and power like it's just an easy way for them to have access to that yeah i agree fucking sucks mm. he explains the aliens and how like a lot of people sold out super fast but i can't remember exactly what the and details man are. it's it's so true to life i i really yeah. think that's what would happen if aliens were revealed to mm -hmm. us or at least like the people in power yeah, Those people so in power, yeah, they would just be in cahoots. Cahoot. That's a funny cahoots. word, cahoot. Yeah, cahoots. it is funny. <laughs> yeah, it's a cult. Cult. You're cult. in cahoots cult. with the cult. cult. Cult, cult, I thought it was funny when that dude showed Frank that watch, and he's like, I mean, I'm trying to figure it out, and Frank just keeps it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then, and then, yeah, the table full of guns, which is awesome. I always love a good table full of guns. That's very video game. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Buffet, 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 buffet of guns. Buffet of gun. um, 
and yeah, so they 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 get some guns, and the guy there gives them some watches because it's a two way communicator. And he says that he's been trying to figure out how they teleport because all they do is push a button and they can teleport. So that's cool. You know? Yeah. And it sort of explains like what happened earlier in the film when mm-hmm. one of them sort of blipped out after mm-hmm. witnessing a, uh, Nada being a human. So, yeah. So everybody groups up and uh, fucking Frank and Nada has <laughs> looking like Rambo with the guns they have. It's awesome. Everybody else is like, hey, what are we doing? And Gilbert's like, we should have twice the numbers. Our signal isn't, our message isn't reaching. Because they think you're fucking annoying, dude, every time you hack their TV. (laughs) And everybody's just ready to get down with the revolution, shed some blood. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Which is, you know, cool. It was interesting to me that the hacker is on TV in the background. He sort of explained a little, like, why... This alien race has taken over. Carbon emissions in this world have doubled since the 50s, and it's because they, the aliens, are turning Earth's climate into their natural alien climate, it seems. Mm. Which is kind of... I had questions because they seem to be living just fine, as (laughs) is. But they're actively trying to make it, I guess, (laughs) maybe, maybe they're like, uh, they can deal with it, but they want something more comfortable. Like when people move to California because they want a nicer climate and maybe the aliens are just being bougie and they're like, this climate's okay, but it could be better. Maybe it's smelly to them. Yeah. Smellier. Smellier. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and Gilbert, uh, he adds to this, he tells them, he tells our heroes, the Earth is just a developing planet for them. It's their third world. And then the TV continues from here. The hacker on the TV says, we could be pets, we could be food, but all we are is livestock. Right. Yikes. That's very, it's a double entendre or triple entendre, the third world. Because their world, in that sense, like third planet and third world, and our sense, like in third world countries. So that's yeah, cool. I like that. Yeah, that's cool. And then all of a sudden, so they're talking, and who decides to show up out of nowhere in the middle of all this? It's oh yeah, the fucking Holly, the woman who uh, Nada had hostage for like twenty minutes. <laughs> okay, she came out of nowhere, uh, and she says something. I forget what she says. She says that this is when Gilbert is telling the whole group mm-hmm. in the room that uh, they've all gotten sloppy. They need yeah. to continue on as normal. They need to pretend like they're normal people so they're not attracting attention. And then uh, Holly, the woman who works at a TV station, she says that the station she works for is not the source for the alien signal that's going through all of the TV stations. The station she works for is clean. It's clean. Mm. Yeah. And then Nadia, uh, wait, Nadia, who? Yeah. Nadia. I've, been tra- I've been trying so hard not to say Nadia this whole time. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Nadia recognizes mm. her and goes mm. over to talk to her. Yeah. And she's like, I think Are he's, you? he's got the hots oh. for her. It's, yeah. it's, it's subtle, but it's there. Yeah, and she's like, are you okay? And she's like, yeah, I'm okay. And she's like, I'm so sorry. 
And he's like, oh well. And then. And then. Fucking. Explosion. <laughs> fucking. Kablooey. Get raided. The police come in. Military fucking explode a side of the wall out. Get in there. Everybody gets shot. People get out of there. They kill Gilbert. Yeah, Gilbert gets shot. Fucking Nada and Frank get out of there with Holly. And everybody gets shot. It's fucked up. So they are gone. So yeah, it's very serious. And we get a, like... <laughs> it's a, it's a, a kind of a, a gunfight here. Through the alley. Shooting. Blasting. It's cool because they, they switch from like normal view to black and white and alien view because they're wearing the context so they can see who's who. Mm. So I, for, I completely forgot about the context. So when they show that, I'm like, oh yeah, they can... They can still see who's who, so who's human, who's alien. That's cool. Mm. Yeah, completely. Yeah, I forgot about the context, <laughs> even though it was like five minutes ago where they got it. So yeah, they're in an alley, hiding, and he uh, Nod is like, "I gotta get Holly," <laughs> and Frank is like, "Fucking leave her, bro." <laughs> yeah, guys, I like that. And then what happens? Uh, they get to the end of an alleyway. And the police and the SWAT people pour in, making them trapped. Trapped like rats. Yes. And then the alien watch, communicator, whatever. It's multi-purpose. Maybe it probably does tell time too. Who knows? <laughs> the 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 communicator, the thing that Frank got before is malfunctioning. And it sent a false signal. And it creates a temporary portal behind them. And they jump through the portal just in time as the police mm. and the SWAT team close in. Mm. And they are in a tunnel of some sort, but like a building tunnel hallway thing. Like it's all. Yeah, kind of like a, a maintenance area, hallway yeah. tunnel. They walk around the, the building uh, uh, looking area through some hallways and stuff. And they start hearing a noise. Hearing some noises. And there's some like signs on the walls and things with a language they can't read. Mm -hmm. Presumably the alien language. Mm -hmm. And they reach the door and hear people clapping. Go inside a room, which looks like a conference. Ball. Yeah. Yeah, like a ballroom. Yeah, like a ballroom hall. Conference room. Conference room. Fancy, Fancy people. Hall. Fancy what? people. Did we say what that at it? the same time, Aaron? I think so. Awesome. <laughs> Fancy people. <laughs> Frank and uh not uh put their guns away. <laughs> I like even though they had their guns drawn this whole time and yeah. nobody's seemed to notice them. These two weirdos not dressed in tuxedos mm -hmm. or suits. I would just say I'm uh I'm new rich. I haven't <laughs> I haven't had time to uh get my fancy digs yet, which is exactly what you'd say if you a fancy shopper. person. I know how to be fancy. <laughs> oh god. Uh they're kinda just walking around and this guy's up there talking about something and they're just looking around at the aliens. Oh, and this guy, some oh, guy. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. 
the man giving the speech on stage is talking about how the powerful elite and their quest for multidimensional expansion is going very well. The underground terrorists have been taken care of. Mm. And he also says by the year 2025, oh shit, not only America, but the entire planet will be under the protection of the Dominion. Oh, we got two years to go. Yikes. Two more years. <laughs> so a guy stops them, some random dude, and he's like, oh, you should address to the party now that you can afford it and welcome aboard. It's the drifter Manila. dude we were talking about before. Yeah. Mm. The guy who is uh, sitting on the lazy boy chair at the TV outside. The yeah, complaining. Goddamn hackers. Now mm. he's in great spirits because he's all dressed up nicely in a suit. Oh, man. Yeah, I would have sold out somewhere. Yeah, <laughs> I would have sold <laughs> You would have been this dude. <laughs> yeah. He's him, bro. Get me out of here. Yeah. He's so smug, though. Yeah, he is very smug. His hair. I hate his hair so much. It's like <laughs> the stereotypical rich person. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. And he pretty much takes them somewhere. Yeah. He's like talking in a very flattering way about this new situation assumes that they've also been inducted to this new mm -hmm. high society. He makes a remark about how they should have dressed more nicely since mm -hmm. they're in high society now. And he offers to show them around the facilities. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I like that. He pretty, he acts like he's in charge of everything. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that annoyed me so badly. It's like, who the hell are you? Who the fuck is this guy? He's not like, he wasn't promoted to like an officer or anything. He's just... He's just a sellout. Yeah. He's <laughs> one of the many sellouts. Yeah, he, uh, he shows them this machine or technology that allows them to teleport from planet to planet, which is crazy. Yeah. From place to place. That's cool. <laughs> just shows them that. That's awesome. I wish that was like real. a wall opens up and we literally see space. Mm -hmm. Space. I don't think the they're one. in space, but it just shows this technology can like teleport you into space. Oh no. That would have freaked me out so bad. Yeah. Yeah, the capitalists have conquered space. Oh shit. Oh no. I would give up. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> And so that's he's yeah so that's that uh, that's <laughs> that and he shows them another place they're walking and they go by some guards and the the guy sellouts like hey boys how you doing and then <laughs> this is where I'm like oh fuck this guy yeah no, right it's like, like this guy oh my god who are you bro just to be clear like this room that they it's a control room control the, the yeah. brains of the operation yeah and he's like. Blasting out alien propaganda to brainwash mm. people. So this is where the signal is coming from. Mm-hmm. And then the adjoining room is where they actually film it for the news broadcast. Yes, that's where the news is pumping out propaganda. And <laughs> I like uh, Nada. So they're in there, and Nada asks uh, this guy, "Can you get us? Can you get us in there?" I've never seen the inside of a TV studio before. And he he's like, he thinks about it. And he's like, ah, 
I like how he thinks nothing bad can happen of the situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this guy has so much confidence that he's Except- like, "Hey, I'm in, I'm in high society now. I yeah. can do anything." Yeah, his face is like, he's like, "You see these guys here? They're my friends. I can get you inside." And, and the security guard is like, who are you? No, he doesn't say that, but it's basically like, yeah. you're not hot shit. You're not hot shit like you think you are. Yeah, so he's like, hey, boys, we can get, us, uh, we can get inside. And he's like, do you have your fucking authorization cards or ID cards or something? And he pulls his, uh, and Frank and Nada pull out the guns, pull out the blickies, and just shoot them. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I also like what he says, like, when the security guard says, be serious, do you have your authorization cards? Not a, oh, yeah. not a, Frank, pull out their guns, say, they're right here. Oh, my God. He's good. Such a cool guy move. Oh, my God. Yeah, so that happens. And the guy, the seller's like, oh, come on, guys, don't do this. Just, just be with us, you know, it's whatever. And Frank is like, oh, you do that to your own kind. You're the humans, and guys like, oh come on, man, we sell that every day. <laughs> I like, know oh, this. This yeah. is such a compelling argument he makes. Yeah. yeah, he says they're making a mistake. There are no good guys and bad guys anymore. Mm-hmm. There's not even any countries or governments anymore. Mm-hmm. It's all this alien race now controlling everything. And yeah, they as individuals sell out every day, so they might as well be on the winning team. Yeah. <laughs> It's very convincing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. It's it's yeah. scary, really. How do you argue well, with that? I don't. I'll be up there. <laughs> yeah. Fucking. I don't think Miguel's the best one to ask. <laughs> no. I, that, Miguel. I, I wouldn't. wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> the... Oh man. <laughs> Honestly, it depends on how freaky the aliens look. If they can at least be humanoid, I'll take it. They're like monster types. So like, oh, I can't do that. Or they could be yeah. cute like E.T. Uh, gotta... That's what would win me over. Are the aliens cute? I don't know. This is some This is some bad shit, though. The propaganda, like <laughs> putting people on a trance. That's not good, no yeah. matter what, what you look like as an alien. Yeah. A sexy alien girlfriend. Like, oh, <laughs> oh, no, not if they look like this. I'm sorry, bro. You're going to have to at least look partly humanoid. Don't have to look human. No, human. You're going to be another color or something. <laughs> but it's fine. Or fucking, I don't care if you're blue or green. That's cool, though. Yeah. Anyway, oh, and by the way, the, the sellout guy fucking teleports away. Uh, he's like, see ya, boys. <laughs> I like it. See you, boys. Yeah. And gets out of there. And just start blasting. And Frank throws a grenade right outside the door, blasts it. So they get inside and just start shooting everybody. They go through doors, Frank and Nada. This is such a crazy scene. <laughs> These guys with their fucking uh, machine guns just walking through the aisles of the building. So they go into a room. And they're looking, oh, they're looking for the signal, right? Signal placed here. Yeah, I mean, they know that this is where the alien broadcast is coming mm-hmm. from. But mm-hmm. it does seem like this is Holly's new station as well, the one she works at. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting, because she said that her new station was clean. 
But maybe she just didn't know. I don't know. Maybe she just didn't know. Mm. Speaking of Holly. Yep, speaking she of. Puffs. She's there when one of the rooms there. So they take her. They grab her. She's in all blue. I don't know why I noticed that. She had boots, <laughs> she had jeans and a blue sweater. I didn't on. notice. Was, That's uh, blue, funny. Blue. Uh, that's cool. Fashion. And they take her. They're in the stairwell. Stairway. So they yeah, are. Yeah, stairwell. Stairwell. Hey, stairs. How you doing? Yeah, I was <laughs> Hey, stairs. How you doing? I'm well. Some army dudes are there. Fucking Nada shoots them. Nada goes there. Frank and Holly lag behind a bit. And Holly fucking pulls out a gun herself mm-hmm. and points it at Frank's head. And shoots it. Ah. Yep. But no. Nada's like already ahead of them on the roof, so he doesn't see this. Yeah, Nada's up there looking at the signal satellite bullshit alien technology. Nada's looking straight ahead at the satellite, and he asks them, thinking that they are behind him, if they're clear. And from behind him, Holly, the traitor, says she's clear. <laughs> she says, I'm clear. Are you and she's got a gun pointed at him. Mm. And his heart is broken. Breaking. Oh, hel- uh, helicopters come up, uh, spotlight him. You know, they know where he is. Yeah. Oh, man. And just the way he, he like, and puts his arms down, he's like, are you serious right now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. Oh, man, that sucks. And she's like, come with me. And he... <laughs> You see him slowly pull something out of his sleeve. <laughs> it's a gun. Ah, a very tiny you. gun. A very tiny gun. Shoot you. It's like it's like the cricket in Men in Black. Yeah, that's awesome. Tiny but packed with power. <laughs> Gotta have a backup to your backup. Backup to your back. I would just carry yeah. a cricket around. I think. Oh man, seems strong enough. Yeah, no. So he shoots her, and she goes down like. Super stiff. Stiff, I was going to say. <laughs> that was crazy. Uh, she goes down and he shoots the satellite bullshit thingy and it explodes. And he seems like he got shot himself. So it mm. explodes. So he's going a hero. So he's on the ground. Supposedly dying or seemingly dying. Dying, right. And Flips he off kept... the guy in the helicopter. <laughs> yeah. He gives the finger to the guy and he smiles. I thought that was awesome. And now everybody can see the aliens, all the mm-hmm. real world, because of the, I guess the signal also masked them in some sort of way. Yeah. Now everybody can see them. So the news station, everybody. We see, uh, well, I don't know if anything bar. happened before this, if we see any reveal before the bar. Yeah. Yeah, it was people on the street, people on TV, and the bar one. And then. <laughs> Literally the last thing of the movie is a a, a couple having sex and the woman sees the TV, sees the alien on TV and then looks down and it's an alien she's having sex with. And what, uh, how does it end? He says, what's wrong, baby? What's wrong, baby? Stupid. (laughs) Stupid! Yes! That was very stupid. <laughs> that was very... What? That was... What? 
listener. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, that's a way to end in the movie. What's wrong, baby? <laughs> Fucking. St- <laughs> oh, my God. That's a way to end the movie. That's awesome. <laughs> I loved I loved the, the reveal in the bar. Mm-hmm. How yeah, uh, the humans, the humans were freaking out because suddenly, yeah. like, there were aliens sitting next to them, and they were looking at the TV, and there were aliens on the TV, and <laughs> all of the labels were reading "obey" and so on. Like, even the beer labels, oh, and then the man. fucking sex scene. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong, baby? Oh my god! There you go. That's an awesome movie. I recommend it to everybody. <laughs> Wild, wild. Oh my god. I'm literally like, what is it called? I feel like I'm disassociating right now. Yeah, yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm that little lizard dancing. I feel like I'm out of body right now. (laughs) (laughs) Baby. Uh, yeah, so I'll go. Uh, this movie is awesome. I recommend it to everybody. All the themes, and it still resonate today, even stronger today, probably. <laughs> it's like so, like if it was as made for today, I love it so much. Oh man, it's like no holds barred anti capitalist. <laughs> like, fuck you. Mm. Like, <laughs> fuck you, corporations. Fuck you, businesses. I hate you. The poor <laughs> people are being put down. Fucking Jesus Christ. I love it so much. We're and literally the, just being fed into the machine. Yeah. Forced crazy. to be part of the machine. Mm-hmm. Livestock. Livestock, yeah. yes. Livestock. Money is your god. That was awesome. I love yeah. it. So, it's fucking hardcore. I love it so much. I need to read reviews of when it came out. I want to see how the time was when it came out. And see what how... people thought of it back then. Yeah. I want to see how the vibe was. Yeah, I love it so much. This is definitely like a nine, bro, for me. I love it so much. It has the, one of the best lines ever in movie history and my one of my favorite fight scenes ever. <laughs> I love it so much. Uh, yeah, Nine ways I'd sell out super <laughs> fast out of ten. Because uh, there's multiple ways I'd sell out. So, yeah, let's go. Let's go. Hopefully, aliens <laughs> come and take me away. Far from, take, come sail away. Did you know that song was about an alien abduction, too? Come sail really? away with me. Yeah. Come sail yeah. Away. away. Come sail, come sail away. away. That's aliens? Come sail away. Apparently. I really? heard that somewhere. Yeah, I heard that somewhere, and I'm choosing wow. to believe it as fact, which kind of makes sense. Of the, I'll, That's I'll a fun it. idea. Yeah, <laughs> I'll believe it. I'm gonna be That's blasting wild. that once the aliens come take me away. That's the song I'm blasting. <laughs> um, oh man! Alrighty, you have just watched "They Live" by John Carpenter, and you're excited because even though the movie came out in 1988, and you might not have been born. It still resonates very well today. Mm-hmm. You know, when you talk about this movie hasn't aged well, you know, this is kind of the reverse. It has aged very well. You know, maybe some of the naughty isms that they drop don't play as funny now, but still, the, the context of the film is still very much, you know, something we're actually going through today. It's just a fun film, too. I mean, how can you not love, you know, Rowdy Roddy Piper and Keith David, 
I mean, those two guys are awesome together. So, I know you're here to get a recap of the film and to hear our little reviews. But I gotta say, like I said at the beginning, that this is probably not only one of my favorite horror films. It's just one of my favorite films. So, I'm gonna give this one nine. What's wrong, baby? <laughs> I didn't expect that. That got me. <laughs> okay. Whew, get the giggles out. So I thought the ending was kind of good. I do like, I like an ambiguous ending, especially with a movie like this, because we're still living this situation. And clearly it's not resolved because you kind of have a little bit of hope. They blasted the satellite dish, but who knows how long the truth will be revealed. And whenever the truth is revealed, there's always going to be a cover up. So you just have enough of a sliver of hope there. The themes of the movie are very horror, but the tone of the movie is very action sci-fi. And it really toes that line. I feel like the movie was super enjoyable. It was super fun. But as far as the attempt to deliver such a heavy message, it's very easy to consume because of the campiness of it. But I do feel like it could have either been pushed to be more campy or it could have been more horrific. I feel like they were trying to do both. And I kind of would have... I think I, I think I would have liked to have seen it one way or the other, personally, because by the end, with such a heavy theme, I came away from it just feeling like that was a fun like action film. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of things I appreciated about the movie, but I think with this extremely dire situation the way the plot is treated and with the impractical solutions. It's literally two burly guys with guns (laughs) and some funny campy dialogue. It feels more like an escapism from our overbearing government, maybe just as much as a commentary. And it's ironic that Frank and Nada had that conversation about being middle of the road. Because that's what I felt like this movie was. And I I just personally, just personally, I would have loved to have seen it like one way or the other. And normally I would give this movie a middle of the road score, giving it five out of ten. But I loved the I came here to chew bubblegum and kick ass, but I'm all out of bubblegum. That really got (laughs) me. So I'm giving it six out of ten bubblegums. All right. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Yeah. And you wonder, like, after all was revealed, how many people would just want to go back voluntarily to the way it was? Yeah. Yeah. There'd still be a bunch of sellouts. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's, you know what, I think I think that's part of it for me because I feel like you are emotionally invested for, I don't know how long this movie was, an hour and a half, two hours. You want to see the heroes win. And it seems like almost an impossible task. And one of the heroes managed to do, manages to do something huge, taking out the satellite dish. But 
it'll probably get fixed <laughs> and pe- and life will co- go on and more people will convert to this alien race. So it does seem a little, I, it just, it feels hopeless kind of, which they could, they could have like played with that and made it even more defeatist. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's interesting. It is a crazy ending. Now I'm thinking about it. That's the way to end it. Yeah. I mean, it was fun. Yeah. Oh, you mean the sex scene? That was wild. That was. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, just the way it ends like that. I'm like. All of it. Yeah, all of it. All of it. <laughs> it's awesome. I love it. I, I, I do like it, but I feel like if they remade this. I feel like mm-hmm. it wouldn't work. I feel like I, I do think Mm-mm. that if somebody tried to make it nowadays and tried, they would make it edgier. They would try to make it edgier. They would make it less camp. Yeah. And I, I can see that not working either. Yeah. It's a fine line. <laughs> they would have to do away with like all the, the fun dialogue and stuff. And really that to me is what made this movie enjoyable. Yeah. It's crazy. The amount of stuff they packed into like in an hour and 30 something. Yeah. That's crazy. It's just, yeah, yeah. It'd be impossible to do it again. Yeah, it wouldn't be the same for sure. Like, yeah, no. They don't really make movies like that anymore. Mm-mm. Everything's really serious now. Mm-hmm. Everything's so serious. Serious and gritty and edgy. Yeah. It's not like emotional. Like this one is all like aesthetically gritty, but mm-hmm. nowadays movies are emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> Gritty. Very emo. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Stories to Dismember podcast. Please be sure to tell your friends, subscribe, and leave a rating. You can contact us at stories to dismember at gmail.com, and we'd love to hear from you. You can also follow us on TikTok at Stories to Dismember. The music for Stories to Dismember is provided by Wen Feather, and episodes are edited by Stratton Meyer. We can't wait to hang out with you next time. Bye-bye. They graffiti on the wall. They live, they sleep. Uh, They live, we sleep. Oh, shit. Bunch of graffiti on the wall. They live, we sleep. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Stratton will just cut okay. it out so it made it <laughs> seem like awesome. you got it in one go. Yeah. No, I just leave it in. Fuck it. No. Uh, I like it better. Just leave it in. That's funnier. Um.